Why are you more tired than normal? Why are you freaking exhausted all of the time? What's going on with all this overwhelm in the world that a lot of us are experiencing? That's right, you're not alone in this. We are going through like an overwhelm epidemic, so much exhaustion, and guess what? It's super normal. And today I want to share with you why we're all so tired and burnt out and maybe give you some ideas on how you can make some changes in your world to feel less overwhelmed and maybe enjoy your life a bit more. How does that sound? All right, keep listening and get all the answers you're looking for. Welcome to Embracing Human, a podcast to remind you that you are not broken and in need of fixing, but simply human. Hang on, beautifully human. And as a human, you probably face challenges and obstacles. Am I right? I'm your host, Taryn Rain, founder of The Remote Yogi, and my intention for this podcast is to give you the tools to feel better physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Together, we'll explore what it is to embrace human. Let's do this. Ah, <sighs> it's another week on the podcast, and I'm so excited to be back on. I know I said this last week for those who tuned in to my interview with Judy, but I took that time off, and then I kept taking time off. I was feeling the same exhaustion overwhelm that you guys are all probably feeling. That's exactly what this episode's all about today is that sense of like constant exhaustion, why we're more overwhelmed than ever before, even though for some of us it might feel like we're doing seemingly less than ever before. Um, So I'm going to dive into like the whys today, but also what we can do about that. But of course, before we dive in, I just want to share some humanness with you right now. So I recently moved to a new city in Mexico. I've been in Mexico for most of the year so far. It's been lovely. Um, And each city I've been in so far has had like something wonderful I love about it and then things that I don't love, you know, how that goes. Um, And this last city I was in was stunning. It was a gorgeous city. It was like a little European town dropped in the middle of Mexico, just cobblestone streets and beautiful buildings and just churches that you can see from all directions of town and nature and the most loving, amazing beings I've met in most of Mexico were there. Um, So, so grateful for the community I made there. And even with all of that going on and how beautiful and amazing it was, I still found myself doing a lot of my negative habits. (laughs) Like, binge watching TV. Now there's nothing wrong with TV, but when I am consistently watching TV for something to have on as background noise, or I'm watching TV every night, for example, that's not something that's common in in my normal everyday life. And I was still feeling exhausted and feeling like I wasn't actually getting that much work done. Um, And so I told myself, I gave myself an ultimatum. I'm like, you've got to move to a a new city with more sun. That was a big thing that was missing for me in San Miguel de Andes. And moved to a city with more sun. And when I move locations for me, it's like an amazing opportunity for me to just change all of my habits. And I was also drinking a lot more wine, a lot more cocktails in San Miguel, just socially. And um, eating a lot of baked sugar sweets because there's just a on like every corner and you just smell amazing 
treats every day. And so I was, I was indulging and again, like indulging too much. So like these, I was just beyond my normal. And so I told myself, okay, when you get to La Paz, life's got to change. Um, and I'm just, I'm really right now committed to just cleansing out my diet for a bit, just detoxing off sugar. I know that spikes my anxiety, detoxing on, um, depression. I know, or (laughs) detoxing on depression. Yes. Also detoxing on alcohol because that can cause some of my depression like symptoms and, um, really cutting out TV, cutting out any kind of thing that I was using to numb out because what we find is the more exhausted we get, the more we numb out. And the more we numb out, we just continue the exhaustion pattern. And that's what I'm really excited to talk about today. But the reason I'm sharing this is because I think a lot of my audience looks up to me and they tell me all the time, like, wow, you're so, uh, caught in your routine like you're so good about making sure you're moving every day and doing things every day and I'm not always like that there are periods of my life where I don't keep up with my healthy routines where I keep bad habits and um, I numb out myself because life gets to be challenging and that's okay and so I want us to recognize in this episode today that like all of the reasons for why we're feeling exhausted totally normal, totally human. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with me for experiencing those things. Um, But just noticing when they become a problem, when you're like, I'm tired of myself, I'm tired of the patterns I'm in, creating the space to change that and giving yourself permission to do something scary and make some like bold commitments to yourself. So I am currently on this detox that it's so funny because I don't usually crave like junk food. And ever since I got here, I've been wanting junk food. I'm really wanting to like finish Handmaid's Tale. Um, That's the Scorpio in me really loving the dark and twisty TV shows. Um, And just noticing that by not doing those things, I'm creating more space for the things I want to do, like practicing my Spanish, practicing the ukulele, um, actually like enjoying time with my friends and, and clients online. So this topic today is near and dear to me because it's something that I experience as well. And I want to emphasize that because I am an anxiety coach. I do help women with overcoming the overwhelm. And this year and a half that we have been stuck in, okay, it's it's a different level. And so a lot of people have been coming to me and they're saying, I'm way more exhausted than normal. I feel like I'm not really doing more than I normally am, or I feel like I'm actually doing way less than I normally am. And I'm just feeling so much exhaustion. And I just want to remind everyone who's listening, we have been in a state of fear, in a state of constant like stress and, and being in that unknown space of what's going to happen next. We've been in that for a year and a half. And even if you're not consciously thinking about not knowing the future, if you're not constantly thinking about the stress happening in the world and the social change that we're going through and... Um, you know, things happening in Afghanistan and things happening in different parts of the world that are going through major climate traumas and like all of these things all at once. Well, you might not consciously be sitting there going, wow, the world is really fucked up right now and there's so much stress. You might not consciously think that, but we're feeling it everywhere, right? Even if you're not tuned in, it's coming up on your social media. Friends are talking about it. It's all over the media. The media just continues to get more and more negative And we're not getting anything to like fuel joy and fuel excitement in the midst of all that. It's just mostly negative and fear-based. And the people around us are experiencing that same feeling. It's like a communal 
grieving. It's a communal stress. So we're feeling that all the time, even when you're not like emotionally tuned in or mentally tuned in, you're feeling it. And that is going to create some level of exhaustion all the time. It's just like we're constantly a bit on edge. Um, it's like there's something that's just weighing on us a bit and we can't really tell what it is, but just like underlying. It might also be affecting your sleep without you even realizing it. Um, I know like when my clients are experiencing like background stress, low level anxiety in their lives, it shows up in their sleep patterns and they really struggle to get full night's sleep to go to bed on time or you're waking up a lot. Um, I know for me that when I'm a bit anxious or have that sense of like doom and gloom in the world, I have a hard time like going to sleep and I'll just sit and read my novel for hours and hours and, and then curse myself for not sleeping and then, you know, get even more stressed out about not sleeping. These cycles happen. And so I think that's one of the big things I wanted to mention here is that there's so many of us who are experiencing this right now because we are in a collective stress. So that's okay. So number one is like, let's stop beating ourselves up because what you might be realizing is what you can normally handle just fine is now causing you a lot of stress or what would normally feel like an easy work week is now feeling like a lot. Um, I've been experiencing that in my personal businesses. That's why I shared last week, like I experienced burnout when I help people avoid burnout all the time. But what had shifted, it wasn't like I was working a ton more than I have in the past or working a ton more than normal, but that I was trying to keep up with like what was a normal level of work for me and wasn't recognizing the fact that I'm carrying this low level stress that we all have throughout this pandemic. And what is normally my output is way too high for me while I'm in this state of stress and panic like low-level panic. I'm not like running through the streets screaming. But you know, there's this feeling of like, I don't know what's around the corner when it comes to like the pandemic and what's going to happen with climate change and like all of these doom and gloom things that like keep me up at night when I really sit and think about it. So understanding that that could be making a change. So there's a couple of different categories that I find people in right now. And I'm curious for you listening, maybe you'll find yourself in one of these and it it might help you to see things a bit differently. So there is the person who has hardly had much change in the pandemic other than the fact that they worked from home and are going out a lot less. But you've always worked a lot. You continue to work a lot and you keep working a lot. And it feels like all of the things that everyone else was talking about, getting bored, taking on all these projects, you're like, I never I never did any of that. I just kept working. And somehow I feel more exhausted, even though I'm not driving to the office, I'm not doing all these things I was doing before, I'm just working all the time like I was before, but now I'm more exhausted than, than ever. And that's like one category of people, right? We're just in like the work mode, but we're always in work mode. So we don't really know what everyone else is talking about in category two, which are those people who are... I think a bit more like me, um, taking on this free time with projects. We're like, great, pandemic means I can't go out and do things with my friends or I can't go out and do all these things. So I'm going to take on all of the projects I've ever dreamed of doing. And so it's like, okay, I'm still like working the same amount I was working before. Maybe I'm actually working less. A lot of us are working less and 
now I am learning how to make sourdough bread and I'm doing my yoga three times a day and I am like calling all my friends and I'm doing all this personal development work and I'm watching all the podcasts and I'm doing that, all of these things and I'm freaking exhausted and now I don't know how to slow down. I'm just like stuck. I'm like, nope, I got to keep on with the new projects. I don't know if you guys can hear this bird. My neighbor's bird likes to scream at the top of his lungs. And it's really obnoxious. Okay, so this might be you. You're like, okay, I took on all these things, and now I feel like I absolutely can't stop. I just need to just keep moving on to the next thing. I'm not really feeling happy with my life. The self-help books are no longer feeling like they're doing much. I'm just like, I'm just going to keep trying. I'm going to keep putting one foot in front of the other. Everything's fine. Right? That's a lot of us. And then there is a category, I think, that of people who really did find balance during this time. They slowed down. They, they took on more work. They really did the self-care to really evaluate where they wanted to spend their time, yada, yada, yada. And they're in, like, in a good place. Great. Those are the people who are listening right now, right? You're probably in one of those first categories. You're like, I've just been working. I'm always working. Or you're like, I'm just, I'm just moving. I was talking to um, a potential client earlier today, and she just said, I don't know why I'm always running. There's really no reason for it, but I'm always in a hurry. There's always like some kind of pressure over my shoulder to be more efficient, to get more done more quickly, to always be improving. And this might be something that you're feeling now too. So I wanted to just talk about some of the things that I am witnessing in the women I work with and my friends and my community around this sense of like overwhelm, exhaustion. I think a big part of it is a lot of us are waking up to what we believe to be the right balance in our life. I don't know if that makes sense. It's like we have become aware of what a potential life could look like if we weren't running around with our heads cut off, freaking out all the time. And because of that awareness being here and knowing that we are so far from that, it's causing a bit more underwhelming or overwhelming stress of like, wow, you could be a better person, Taryn. You could have a more perfect life, but you keep fucking up, right? You keep taking on new things. You keep trying more projects at work. And we know better now. Like, I think we're starting to really wake up to the fact that we know better and we're still doing it anyway. And that pisses us off. And so then we like are exhausted, we're doing too many things, and now let's add some self-loathing on top of that because we know we could be doing better, right? We're, we're reading the Instagram posts, we're following the coaches online, and they're telling us all this great advice about self-care and slowing down, and we're like, great, I can't add one more fucking thing to my to-do list. And when slowing down and taking time for yourself feels like a to-do list item, or it feels like something that just gets in the way of all the things that are a higher priority, yeah, you're not going to do it. Fair. Totally fair. We all have bills to pay. We've got families to take care of. We've got, like, to be able to eat and sleep and do, like, the, the basics. Yeah, we don't have time for, like, a 12-point checklist of how to do self-care. So what should be something that we're like embracing as like, okay, yeah, I want to take a little bit more time for me so I'm not losing my mind every day. We're also seeing it as like just one more fucking thing to do. And we're exhausted. We don't want any more things to do, right? So 
This is probably like the biggest thing I see people dealing with. The noises outside, you guys, today are just extra. So you're welcome. Welcome to Mexico. Um, so what do we do? So what do we do as we see all these things, all of these internal conflicts of like what we think we should be doing and what's actually going on? I think the biggest thing I want to suggest everyone listening right now does is circling back to what I said earlier, normalizing the fact that you're going through this. It is normal to be feeling what you're feeling right now. It's normal to be frustrated with yourself. But can we just like do some self-forgiveness right now and say, hey, you haven't lived through a global pandemic before. Great. You don't know how to handle this? Neither do the rest of us. We're all like flying by the seat of our pants. You're doing just fine, okay? So dropping the shoulds and the expectations of what this time in your life might be looking like had the pandemic not happened or looking at what everyone else is doing with their sourdough bread and comparing yourself to that. Like, no, 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 honey. Like, we're not doing that. So grant yourself permission to have done less during this time. Let that be okay. Okay, that's if, if that's all you do from this episode is go, yeah, I'm overwhelmed and I'm exhausted and I'm going to stop beating myself up for that. You're probably going to feel a lot better if you really, really focus energy on like every time I start to get mad at myself, I'm going to forget myself and remind myself that this is new territory and I'm figuring it out as I go. Okay, if that's it, you're going to do awesome. Focus on that. If you're looking for some more, because I think a lot of us are now at the point where we're like, okay, I can't take on more projects, but I can't keep living like this. I'm freaking done. I'm overwhelmed. I'm exhausted. I just can't let this be my life story anymore. I can't do this. If you're there, okay, great. Here are some things that we need to just pay attention to. A lot of us just continued moving, just continued working, just took on more projects, kept going, kept running, because we could not feel the weight of everything happening around us, which is fair. It's a lot. We're going through like collective trauma in so many different places right now, and it's fair to feel overwhelmed by that. But what happens is when we just continue to run from those feelings and don't want to sit with it, we're going to keep looking for ways to numb out. For most of us, numbing out is just keep doing things. Just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Just keep staying at work late. Just take on more projects. I don't want to feel how terrified I am right now or how sad I am right now or all the grief for what I've missed out on for the last year. I don't want to feel any of that. So I'm just going to keep running forward, right? Or the other thing that we're doing is we are using things like TV, things like alcohol. I think wine sales have gone through the roof in the last year. And we're just using that. We're like, I'm too exhausted to do anything else. I finished like my task of the day. I'm going to plop down in front of the TV do nothing, enjoy my glass of wine, but we're not enjoying the TV or the glass of wine. We're sitting there just feeling frustrated with ourselves that we should be doing something else. We're feeling upset that like we're not doing all the things we thought we would be doing. We're beating ourselves up for like another day having not done your yoga or whatever it is on your on your to-do list, right? And we're just like sitting there in front of the TV, maybe in front of Instagram, using that as a numbing out tool. So again, continuing to run away from our emotions, even when we're not doing anything, I'm doing air quotes here, we're still numbing, right? And so if you're really looking to make some changes right now, it's going to be about letting yourself feel, right? We've got to feel all the things that are coming up and not letting yourself feel is what's keeping you running, 
So just taking some time. It might just be like, you know, once a week, I just give myself 20 minutes to sit quietly with my thoughts. Maybe I turn on some music that is sad and feel that music and I and I just move around to that or I turn on heavy rock and I let out all my anger about how fucked up this whole thing is. Or, you know, maybe I just allow myself to be entranced by a sad film and when I start crying I just really let those tears come out and I let myself feel everything without apologizing right we've got to create some space to feel we've got to let ourselves be okay and comfortable with the fact that we don't have it together all the time and that our emotions are coming up and that's beautiful okay And what we might also find is the more we do this, the more we find little moments of slowing down, the more we start to feel comfortable with our emotions, the more we start to connect with how we're feeling. You don't need a self-help book to tell you what you need right now. You need to tune into your body. And the more you're slowing down and tuning into your body, it's going to start whispering things. Okay? Not really. You're not really actually going to hear someone talking to you. You might. I don't know. If you did enough LSD, you might. But you're going to start feeling what you actually want. Instead of hoping this bottle of wine will do it for you, instead of hoping that just this one more fitness program will make me feel lovable, whatever it is. No, you're going to tune in and your body's going to go, actually, all I need right now is for you to relax. All I really want right now is like a quiet Saturday morning where I sit in a cafe and I read a book and I eat a croissant and I love it because I'm present enough to enjoy the shit out of this croissant. That's all I want. It might be, I just need to get out and move my body and walk around the block a couple of times a day because I'm craving that connection with nature. But we don't hear those whispers. We don't really tune into what we want. That's going to help us feel less overwhelmed. That's going to help us feel like we can take on the things we want to do. We can't tune into what we actually need until we slow down and allow ourselves some space to feel it. And it might sound counterproductive. It might sound like, nope, I've got way too many things to do. I can't do less. That doesn't make any sense. But here's the thing. When you're running on empty, those tasks are taking you way longer than they should, right? Because you like get halfway through a task. You can't remember what you're doing. The quality is poor. You're like, I don't know what I'm, uh, I'm overthinking. And yeah. Okay. So we got to slow down. And then when you're ready to get back up again, you're going to get those tasks done in way less time. It's going to feel better. You're going to enjoy your life more. So you have more energy to go do those things, right? The other thing is just making tiny little spaces for joy. So, right, we've got, we've got slowing down, relaxing. That's beautiful. But also just moments of fucking joy, okay? Because this pandemic has taken away so much of our enthusiasm, excitement, like all the joyous activities that we've done in the past, like a lot of those went away and were replaced with more anxious energy. And what we're wanting is like more excitement, more enthusiasm. And nope, we're just going after anxiety. They feel very similar, but they're different. And so recognizing when we are in that loop of like hitting social media, getting all the bad news, like fueling ourselves with all the negativity that maybe I actually am looking for enthusiasm right now. Maybe I'm actually looking for some excitement. What can I do to bring some excitement into my life right now? And it might literally be jumping around the house in like fake joy for a bit until it actually feels real and you're laughing at yourself because you will. Come on, that's so silly. 
um, I just did like a 30 day play challenge in my, um, in my challenge, we did a lot of really goofy things, you know, like act like an animal for one minute. Yeah, it's dumb. It makes you laugh. It feels silly. And then you're like, oh, this is actually ridiculous. Now I'm laughing and now I'm feeling some sense of joy and relief. Yeah, it might be getting outside. It might be getting creative with your meal times. It might be like putting on a different thing of lipstick and letting the joy of creativity fuel you, right? They can be so simple, the things that we're doing. But we've got to make some moments for joy. So when you find yourself reaching for something to numb out, when you find yourself wanting to say yes to one more project, pause, see if you can find a moment of slowing down so you can actually see what you want. Do you really want this project? Do you feel obligated to say yes? Does your body actually crave more work right now or do you really need to take a step back? Let's tune in, right? And then let's make some space for joy and just being a goofball and acting like a child again and letting that be enough because I promise you, if you do these three things, like I could give you a list of, you know, 20 ways of calming your anxiety and your overwhelm. I could totally do that. But these three things are major things and they're so transformative and they don't need to be big and scary, right? It's number one, forgive yourself more often for the overwhelm you're experiencing. Number two, create little moments of slowing down and letting yourself tune inwards. I know it's scary, but you can do it. I know you can do it. And number three, which should be the most fun, is making some time and space for joy and laughter and celebration. Celebrate the little wins each day, right? That can be a moment of joy. How can I celebrate a few things that went well for me today? And you're just going to start to feel some space opening up in your life. And when you feel more space, you feel a lot less overwhelmed. All right. I think I'm done rambling on that today. I hope this helps you to feel like you're not crazy, like this is super normal. If you're wanting some support in this, I know last week I mentioned our Free to Rebel program. We started this week, but this is the last experience or last opportunity to join this time around. So if that's something that you want to do, send me a message. If you're like, okay, I want some help feeling. I want some help slowing down. I need some friends to move through everything Taryn just shared with. Like, that sounds like a lot. Reach out to me. That's exactly what this program is here to do is to help you feel less anxious and less overwhelmed and really take back your free time and take back your joy and take back your love of life again. All right, my dears, thank you so much for watching. You are incredible. Remember that. Love yourself. And we'll chat with you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Embracing Human Podcast. Just a podcast to remind you that it is cool to be human. You're not broken. And I would love to be able to share one of your stories. Being able to relate to other people's stories, whether it's a moment of triumph or something embarrassing or just one of those human moments, please share a story with me so I can get other people to feel like they're not alone in this world. My email is in the podcast notes, taryn at theremoteyogi.com. And tune back in every Tuesday around 7 a.m. Eastern time where I'll be dropping new episodes each week, depending on how human I am. To find more resources on embracing a badass human life, 
check out theremoteyogi.blog. You can find me on any social media at theremoteyogi for lots of fun yoga, free meditations, and more topics like this that I'm sharing every day. Make sure to follow me and send me a hello on any social media platform. We'll see you guys or chat with you guys next week.